The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. I don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. Hey, what's up, boys? Q here. Smitty, Matt joining me across from me. Getting ready to talk uh, a little college basketball conference tourneys. I know we, we had a little technical difficulties. We tried to get the show out yesterday. Um, but, hey, we worked through it. We bounced back. We live another day, and we keep going. Isn't that right, fellas? Technology, man. One day it's awesome. One day it's infuriating. If I it can play a waiting trail, that's all I care about. <laughs> it is the greatest, worst invention. It is. Uh, I'll tell you what, boys. I, I'll start this off. I am frustrated with the tournaments and I think we've had good games, you know, from just a a viewership standpoint, but I am very frustrated and I want to give a a shout out to the Creighton Blue Jays. They are the only team that is a one or two seed that has just handled everybody today. And they came out shot from the start stayed hot and just dominated. So kudos to them. Everybody else, it's terrible. All yeah. these teams, just they just don't care. I'm going to go on a mini diatribe here. I am fed up with poor coaching and the ability to not close out a game. I don't care if there's 14 minutes left and you are up by 23. Are you really going to hurt somebody's feelings by not beating them by 33? Why are you letting these guys back in the game? I watched Oral Roberts last night. Their coach went basically to four corners with 10 minutes to go when they were up 25. And what what do you know? Lo and behold, they had three straight possessions of emptiness. One was a shot clock violation. Next thing you know, they're up by three. Then they're tied. Finally, they pulled it together right at the very end. But the coach literally ran no offense for probably seven minutes. And what are you thinking? And what are these kids actually thinking that, hey, does this coach not trust us? What what just happened for the first 36 minutes that we can't continue on what we were doing? And the thing with that game, because, you know, I was watching that too, and we were talking back and forth. They had the leading scorer in the nation on that team. Yeah, just not like they can't score. They is score, the other coach your friend? They coach, they score all the time. And, you know, two, I'm going to say something. Um, that team, North Dakota's, yeah, it was North Dakota state. They were playing. They, they didn't run the quickest offense. So it's like, they're down 25 to start the second half. Just keep, yeah. Like you said, keep your foot on the pedal because I don't know if they can score like enough points to come back. Cause they, they wanted to, you know, throw the ball around take a lot of time. I mean, they were still running a lot of their offense in that yeah. game. I yeah, agree. With you. I mean, we've said it before. We've said it all a bunch of shows. They, they do these. It's like, they try to waste time. Okay. We're going to get out of here. Yeah. Just keep doing your thing. Yeah. Where is the killer mentality? Where is the guys who want to put 
the foot on the throat and literally stomp and twist. It's not there anymore. And I'll tell you, we went back and forth on that nails. I didn't think that was a foul. Now it was a bad angle. The guy could have hit the guy on the wrist. It was about, but I thought when North Dakota state went down, that guy, he blocked the shot, but he continued with his arms through and he smacked the guy in the face. I thought it was a really bad no call, especially off a team that was down twenty five and fought the whole way back. That that's how they lose. I, I think it should have been. I think it should have been a foul too. See, we'll have to disagree. I've said it the whole time, Matt. You bring up the killer mentality. There's only one gentleman's game that I know, and it's called golf, and it is just evolving into the rest of the games. There's two instances now, two different sports, same concept though. When Tatis Jr. hits that grand slam last season in the game, he gets harassed. And then Luke Fickle, run in quotes, runs the score up on ECU. He goes for a fourth and ten fake punt, and they, they get like a 38-yard gain out of it. And he gets crucified in the media for running up the score and just being a, you know, an a-hole coach. I don't understand that mentality. I mean, are we playing at a country club or a stadium? Yeah. No, nobody, nobody wants their feelings hurt, even in sports anymore. You can't dominate anybody. I mean, I, I can tell you this. You know, I'm having a son here soon, and if I ever have the honor to, you know, coach one of his teams, you know, by God, I'll make it as fun as I can and, and not, you know, be overbearing. But I'm not teaching these kids just to get out of the gym with a W. I, I want a dominant win. I want to set the precedence. It's like the great Barry Switzer's T-shirt says, let's lay a half a hundred on him. It's it's ridiculous. I, if, I out, if I go out to the pub with you guys and we're shooting some pool, and I got the ability to run the table on you fools, you damn right I'm going to make you stack up your quarters and run that table on you. Well, I was going to say you said a gentleman's sport in golf. I've been out with many times, and I've got I've been thumped in golf many times by yeah. a lot of people. And guess what? They enjoyed every second of it. So. Absolutely. I don't know. I think when you when you have these, like you said, that mentality where ten minutes left, you go four corners, or you go you know, prevent football or whatever, you're creating a bad mindset for your team late in the game. And I think that hurts you in, in games where you lose that's control the, and you can't turn it back on. That's the exact reason I've laid off uh, betting for a week. I, I want to see what plays out this week because anything that you're looking at, a five-point spread, when you see these teams up 23, you're like, oh, I got this in the bag. You go out you and don't. do a load of laundry, you come back, you're like, whoa. Three point game. I'm gonna just gonna tear my bet up and wipe my you know what with it. And you know what? Another thing with that blowing leads, these teams too, they fall in love with the three pointer. I didn't watch the game, but it was Appy State against Coastal Carolina, and Coastal was down two. Well, they shot a three. They missed it. They got the rebound, and there was still like a minute, minute and a half. Then they shot another three. Then they got the ball again. They shot another three, and I go, "You're down two. What happened to?" driving the ball to the rim and maybe getting fouled. Like what happened to it? It's not a bad thing to tie the game. You don't have to go up by one, just tie the game and then see what happens. Too many of these teams love the three point shot. The three point, I love it too, but it has ruined the game. Drive the ball to the rim. We're watching a universal collapse right now. Kansas. I love every second of it. 20 point lead. Kansas. It just can. I mean, I don't know. Play a box and one on the dude. Whatever happened to that defense? Smitty, did you see that picture I sent you last week when Jamal Murray had the ball and he was triple teamed and there was three nuggets on the right wing? Yeah. That's that's exactly why. Like wide open basket and they just won't go. And and they it, in this Oklahoma game earlier when they got down 
it was like 23 to nine. Oklahoma fired off five threes in a row, and the announcers who were doing the game cast were like, What are they doing? They haven't even attempted to shoot a ball in, inside a three point line, and they're missing all of them. Yeah. They just, it's like, it's Panicville. It's so much time. You don't need to do it. Even when you're down two or three with like two minutes, you don't need to do it if it's not there. Play the game, you know. Go to the rim because you know how many times there's there's fouls called every second. Just drive it. They're going to foul you probably. These are college kids. This isn't the NBA. These college kids miss free throws. If you can get an easy two and enforce that team to line, I do it every time. Absolutely. All right, boys, let's just kind of talk about some uh, maybe uh, you guys want to break down certain conferences, maybe some teams that are looking great. Um so let's, just, you know, let's shoot through a couple a couple conferences, what we got going on. We can hit the biggies and then a couple small guys. All right. Well, let's start with the small and then big. How about that? All let's, right. uh, let's start with the Patriot. So you got Loyola, Maryland, 4-10 and 10 in the season, and then just rattled off two straight upsets. Ridiculous. Did they only play – how many games did they play total? Uh, the the conference or Loyola? No, Maryland? Loyola. Didn't they have a, like a very low amount of games compared to the other teams? Yeah, they went four and ten, and yes. I believe they lost their last like five or six. Yeah, and now they just rattled off two straight wins. So they are going up against Colgate. Yeah, Colgate who, Buck now. Who is what fourteen and one? I believe, and they have that, one of the hey, highest. Matter. They Maybe have one of the highest efficiencies. Yeah. They're actually a really good under-the-radar team. They're going to actually probably get into the tourney as a 14 or 15 seed instead of the typical 16 if they beat uh, Loyola. Well, they score. They can score. Yes. And they put a thumping on Bucknell the other night. That was a thumping. They won. They were up by like 30-something points in that game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what are some other conferences? I mean, that, that was kind of tiny. You know, there's not much to talk about that other than. Well, we got a good one coming up Saturday, Q. Again, our we brought him up a couple times. Our local uh, boy, Connor Withers with UMass yep. Lowell, I think they're pronounced. Uh, they play Saturday, too. So we'll be, uh, again, rooting him on. And he came off a great performance in the semis. I think he went for 28 last uh, Saturday. Yeah, they're playing Hartford. Um, it's it's yeah, both num- number one, number two seed, and that got knocked off. So, yeah, yeah this is uh, this is new territory. So this is the first time since 2015 the, the Vermont Catamounts have not been in that uh, league final. So um, I don't believe Hartford or UMass Lowell has been in the tournament. So one of these two teams will make their. Uh, Hartford hasn't been good since Vin Baker was there. Yeah, I was going to say that's been back. I was going to say that's been a long time. They haven't been good. That's an 11 a.m. Saturday tip ESPN 2. So we get to nice. watch him on television. That I'll be on the it. treadmill about that time. Very nice. Well, Jay, Connor Weathers, tall, lanky kid, firing threes. Just know he's from our hometown. All right. How about the American Athletic Conference of the AAC? You know, that's I was watching the game, or you know, I was flipping through all right before the show. ECU and UCF, um, both teams really down this year. ECU started off seven and one, and then finished one and nine. They had I think two or three breaks. Uh, they're a hard playing team though, and UCF seems kind of down this year. Johnny Dawkins, I read a stat; he's never had a team under five hundred, but this COVID year, they're coming in at ten and eleven. Um, 
I don't think they have anything to do with it. I think Houston's just going to run it. I mean, I, I, I other than do you SM, see anybody in Houston's way? Do you think Wichita might give them a little run? I Wichita, I think Wichita yeah. can give them. I think Memphis. I think Memphis can yeah. hang a little bit with some. I wouldn't be shocked if Memphis could maybe do something. I mean, I watched that game last week or the other night, Sunday, Memphis, Houston, and uh, Memphis gave them a, some fits. Um, you know, these if Houston gets on a roll, though, they're one of the best teams in the country. Um, I think Memphis starts out too slow sometimes, and it kills them. So I, I personally would say no. I don't think there's anybody in Houston's way. Yeah, we said that. I said that on an earlier show a couple of weeks ago that actually, uh, who is Penny Hardaway, grades out as like the best changes at halftime coach yeah, he makes but why do they start so slow i don't know uh, uh, they've done it the whole season it's weird this uh this kansas game is getting bonkers well they've they fouled they fouled reeves twice he just shot a three the last time and got crushed no yeah. call there he just drove two guys grabbed his arm there and the ball went out of bounds and they they said no foul they're going to review it probably just to see if it went off his foot. But, I mean, he got just mugged again, and there yep. was no call again. In this that one game. I agree with, bud. Oh, my goodness. I mean, look, right here. Grab. There's another grab on the wrist. Oh, my goodness. These refs, some of these refs are just – they just completely steal the game. Completely steal the game. But, oh, well. Oh, well. What's Smitty and Matt, you guys know I want to talk about this conference too because um, it's it's had some decent basketball. Conference USA right now, Smitty, I want to bring it up because you just took them. Western Kentucky, they're up 72-59 with three minutes left. So that looks to be an easy win. Uh, they're 18-6. and six. What do you think about them? Well, I took them. I, I did some little pizza money for teams to win their conferences, and I gave it out on our site. You know, one right here was the big one. I had Oklahoma. It was like 10 bucks to win 500. This one, maybe that's why I'm just getting really bitter here. But I did take Western Kentucky in that. You know, Louisiana Tech was the favorite. But like you said, great record. They have a big guy underneath that maybe is the best player in that conference. Why not? It was, I can't remember what I would win on it. I, don't, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy, but it was a profit. You put, um, who'd you put money on? Western Kentucky? I took Western Kentucky to win that conference championship. Yeah, I really, so... Put this in the back of your craw there. Watch out for Louisiana Tech if they get in the tourney. They are going to give somebody fits that I think, first round. I think, I think if they get in, I agree with you. I think Western Kentucky gets in. They could beat, they could beat a couple teams. They're I, very I won't disagree at all, but I like Louisiana Tech just a, a shade more, and they are playing – they're probably playing the best basketball besides Gonzaga and Baylor with the undefeated records right now in all D1. They are – under the radar, killing it. All right, let's uh, let's jump to a little more of the uh, mainstream conferences. So let's start in Pac-12. So I don't know if you guys just saw Oregon State takes oh, down saw. UCLA. My team, Beavers. They are on fire. I think they've just played their way into the tournament, regardless if they win another game into this. Uh, they've reached that 15-win mark that Maddie, you know, talked about. Typically it's 20. Now it's 15 this year. Uh, but they're, you know – we thought maybe, hey, they played three bad teams. They took up three straight wins, but they are just rolling. I texted you guys earlier, and I said, "Man, I, I'd look at UCLA in a in a in a bet today, and and not think twice about it." Lo and behold, up by twelve, I think first half. Lo and behold, that's another team, man. Joke job. They just 
they fire, and when they get a lead, they kind of lax. It's, it happened to them against USC the other night. That's poor. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big UCLA. I've watched them a couple times. I'm not very impressed. I, I just don't think, you know, the coach – came from you know Cincinnati really defensive minded. I don't see I don't think they have that yet from his mindset. I'm not impressed by them. Um I hey good for Oregon State. I've been bragging them up the last couple of weeks. They have two really good guards. The point guard's extremely good. Keep now hopefully they don't win tomorrow because I picked Oregon uh conference champ. That was a uh, bet for me there. I have Oregon winning the that conference champ. I like that pick. I Oregon's playing really well right now, Smitty. Well, and I told Q this, you know, I've been saying Colorado, Colorado, and I like Colorado. But again, if you look at the bracket and Oregon is a team that it just seems like Dana Altman always has them playing well in March in the conference championship. And then they go into the big dance and they've made some runs. If you looked at the bracket, it just looked better. And it wasn't bad. I mean, for them being the number one seed, it was, again, a little pizza money. And you could still make a little bit of money. So it was worth it. So that's why I went with. And then how I looked at it, too, it was Colorado matching up with maybe USC and the semis. Now you get Oregon, Oregon State tomorrow. I think that's an easier matchup for Oregon to get into the finals. And then then you let Colorado, you if USC can beat Utah tonight, battle. And then maybe that can take some of their legs a little bit for the championship game. Well, Smitty, we talked off the air. Uh, Oregon got their top point guard back. He was injured for a month, month and a half. So that would be a a huge upgrade for them um, to complement the the rest of the score. So uh, that's a team you could look for to make a decent run in the tournament now that they're, you know, full strength. Um, Let's go to – let's talk uh, ACC. Uh, what do you? So Miami, they they upset Clemson yesterday. I I called Smitty yesterday, this either this morning or yesterday. That was yesterday morning. Yep. This is ridiculous. I I know we've been saying Clemson's fraudulent, but Miami's even worse. And then what happened? You know, I don't think Miami's gonna or Clemson's gonna cover. And then they win the game outright, and it's just like, what is going on in ACC? You know, you got Duke, COVID, they're out. Florida State advances. Does that hurt them because they're they're an up and down team? You know, uh, today you got a buzzer beater with Syracuse and UVA. Dagger. This is a wild tournament. But you know, Maddie, just to make you feel better. I mean, they should still. There's no reason at all that Syracuse is not in the tournament. Well, I'm gonna agree with you, Smitty. But it's just like uh, two years ago, they were in the same position, and it's it's typical Jimmy Bayheim. They didn't get the nod because of the the uh, sucky strength of schedule. Now they've played a, a good ACC schedule, and it's been knocked down because of the COVID and whatnot. I actually think I'm going to present this little scenario. I actually think Louisville is in more trouble than Syracuse for a um, the play-in bid. I think Syracuse might get the 11, and Louisville is going to get the play-in bid. I think so too. I think Syracuse being able to pick up a win yesterday uh, really secured that for them. I, I think, and I think, and I think the, the committee can look at hey, they they had every opportunity to win this game. I mean, they lost on a buzzer beater. Yeah. What uh, what you guys think of? So I I tell you, I didn't see this. Uh, what was UNC? They were favored three and a half yesterday, and they went loved by, it. Oh, uh, not me. Win. I lost on that one. I loved well, I it. Say, I, I, was I saying, loved UNC. I, well, I I thought Notre Dame could. Q and uh, before you joined, I was talking to Matt. 
I have never, and I said this to my dad this afternoon, I've never seen a Division I team that could not box out another team. Now, this is not like UNC playing, um, I don't know. Lady uh, of the Lake. Lady of the Lake. It wasn't that at all. This is another ACC team that just beat Florida State. Florida State's big. How did you rebound then? It it was a team that did not want to rebound at all last night. They had no man. Their manhood got completely taken out of them last night. Bray should have been like just screaming at people saying, you're embarrassing us. That's they had at one time 20, like six or 27 shots and Notre Dame had like seven because all they did was throw the ball up and miss it. And it was tipped like six times and they just kept catching it. It looked like this was a senior in high school playing against a fifth grader. It was embarrassing. I loved it. I was, I'm, well, I know so, you did. I didn't. So I'm, I'm, a UNC hater. I've always disliked UNC. I don't even have a reason why. I think this team, I told Smitty off the air, if this team gets into the tournament as a seven seed and they play some mediocre 10 seed, I think they roll round one and then they're going to come up to a number two and they are going to give this number two seed just fits. And I actually can see them making a sweet 16 in this tournament because I think it's, it's average when it comes to anywhere from the, the two to 10 seeds. I do too. Uh, for two reasons. I think one, they're, they're one of the biggest teams uh, size wise and in, in all of college basketball. And that plays a lot into rebounding like Smitty just talked about uh, Two, They're a very young group. They have a lot of freshmen, a lot of sophomores. Um, and it seems like they're starting to, kind of get their legs under them in terms of a good rhythm. You know, they like to run it and these kids get fired up and, and as of late, they've been playing pretty good basketball. Um, and, you know, you listen to Jimmy Dykes and these guys do the game cast and they're like, man, these kids, when they, when they come together, they're high flying and they're good. Um, it just took them a while. And I, I, if they could stay together, maybe next year. Wow. That's a dangerous team. Cause they're big. I'm going to give the UNC uh, Tar Heels a, a huge stock up right now and all they need to do is because they're the, the top offensive rebounding team in the country if they just get average guard play from these young kids in the tournament they will be dangerous I agree I, I could see them sweet 16 and the thing you their best player didn't even play last night no and he's big and that's the thing they just bring big like a seven footer and another seven footer in but again it was it was it was a fifth grader playing a varsity kid last night. Yeah, and that's what I think, it was. I think Roy knows with this team, it's it's pound the ball inside and just let these guys crash the glass. Well, Nails, did you pick up? So when they were they were doing the show, when they the announcers were doing the show, they said that if you go to his practice, like they just do five on five so much, and all he yells is run run he just wants them to fly down as much you know and the big guys can run i give them a lot of credit and i agree with matt you know if the guard play can if they can play well and they can be somewhat consistent with the outside shot they're very dangerous very dangerous because you i mean even greg peterson saying on our show about florida state what what does he always say about florida state when he's been on the show their size their athletic ability they're gonna give teams problems well man if they can so can north carolina yeah it's very two similar teams just different color jerseys in my opinion so here you go uh Live on TV, Lenardi's Bubble Watch, last four in, Drake, Syracuse, Boise State, Colorado State. 
Boise State just lost. I'm bumping them out. Oh, they're out. They have yep. to be out. And then putting in uh, Utah State, St. Louis, Ole Miss, or Seton Hall, one of those four should probably be the next one in. Well, you know, uh, not to jump conferences, and we can hit on this because I do want to hit on this conference, but back to, with Seton Hall there, you know, they have a big game tomorrow. I think if they're win- they win and they get in the championship, then they're even if they lose the championship, I would say then they're locked probably. They, they play Georgetown, right? They play Georgetown tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah, Woo! That's a good segue. Let's jump into the Big East. Uh, oh, what a what a beautiful day. Some days you wake up and you hear the birds and things are just wonderful. And you just kind of strut around leaving work. And I knew they won and I was tracking it. Man, it made me feel so happy. Now, why I wrote you guys and you guys put the big question mark. What are you talking about, Smitty? They were down like seven or eight, nothing like in that real fast. And that's when I text you guys saying, ah. better wake up. Well, I didn't want to get him run out of the gym like 15 nothing real quick in that game, and then it was bad. But, no, great win. The point guard again, freshman, uh, big game. I think he had 18. Wahab underneath is a monster. Just – and I bashed him. What a job. I had to eat my words. Patrick Ewing, just a great – that staff, they've done a wonderful job. They were picked to be dead last in the Big East, and now they're in the semis. And – I think right now they're 10 and 12. They blew two or three games this year against teens, and they had like an 18, goes back to what Matt said earlier in the show, and they blew the leads. If they would have won those games, we could be talking about Georgetown on the bubble. Yeah, they're 11 and 12. 11 and 12 now. Okay, 11 and 12. Yep. I kind of want to toot my horn on that. Uh, You know, Smitty was not on the game for the Marquette-Georgetown game. I was, and it's because, like you just talked about, Earlier in the season, when they were even worse, they were up 16 at half against Marquette, and they blew it. That that right there tells me that they have the ability, you know, in a game against them to handle them. And, and that's what happened. They did. I mean, they shut Marquette down. They should have never lost that game regular season, um, and it's haunting them. Um, and the same thing today. Uh, with Colin Gillespie out, Villanova is a decent team, but they're not elite. I mean, he is that team. And even the announcer said if he's there – Georgetown doesn't win this game. Georgetown wins this game because he's gone. Hey, and that's the name of the game. Sometimes injuries happen, uh, but I think Georgetown's rolling. Seton Hall is kind of struggling. I think Georgetown rolls again tomorrow, to be honest. Georgetown just played them, and they beat them and handled them very well. But, again, I kind of like the Seton Hall team. I I don't think they're a bad team. Um, We'll see what happens with that game. I think, again, I mean, I can't wait. I'm really excited to – to watch them again. I hope they play well. I'd love to see them in the championship and see what what happens. I'd be great. I hate the Bursar bubble. I'd lean I'd lean Seton Hall tomorrow. I think uh Georgetown put on a hell of a run, but I think that it might think come it to has. a little crashing end here. See, I think they can get past Seton Hall and then I'd be worried if they played UConn or Creighton. Yeah. And what do you guys think of Creighton today? I mean they just pummeled Butler now. Butler is an up and down team, but Butler played well against Xavier uh, and then they just get slapped in the mouth all over today. I well, think Creighton, I think Creighton can uh, be the the chip on the shoulder team as they've kind of gotten disrespected. Then they had the issue with the coach, and people are going to hate on them. I think that might be a little uh, used to their advantage. Well, I had Xavier in a money line parlay, which they were up by like fourteen in that game. It goes back to what Maddie said again: they blew it. Yeah, and the kid, the freshman—I can't think of his name. The um, one of the guards for Butler really took over that game. 
going to be a really good player. And it just looked like Xavier kind of had that who's going to score look around. They could tell it was crumbling really, really fast. And it was, again, I've said it a lot about Ohio State at times. They kind of start looking around like, okay, who's going to score? We're losing the lead. And that about happened again with them today. And you saw it in with Xavier. And that's a team that's really, you know, blo- they blew it. They were in. And I mean, there's, I to me, there's no way they can get in the tournament now. Uh, my, I think my futures ticket is officially trash. So who do you think comes out of the Big East? Based on what I'm, we've seen. I'm going to lean towards Creighton, actually. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I said UConn, like about a week ago, I said UConn. And the only reason I didn't touch this one, like a futures on, on this tournament, I didn't like where UConn was. I, and I, I hate to say it, and I don't want to be that guy, but I kind of did think about maybe taking a chance on Seton Hall in the tournament, in this tournament. So maybe, but... I wouldn't be ruined for him tomorrow. I would Denny say Bowers, ladies and gentlemen. Denny uh, Bowers. <laughs> uh, I would say Crane in that. All right, let's uh, let's segue into the Big Twelve. What do you guys think of the performances? So Baylor plays a close game, another one seed, kind of dropping the ball today um, against Kansas State. Then you got WVU, Okie State. Um, tonight you have Texas, Texas Tech. I mean, just juggernaut games early on. Okie State is on fire. They're they're winning with Cade Cunningham. They're winning without Cade Cunningham. This is a team right now that I think can actually win the whole thing. I think they can get on that UConn-like uh, run with a superstar that Kemba did. I, I would never want to be in the bracket with these guys right now. No, I yeah, agree. you know, before I did the Oklahoma, and I was looking for some value in that, and a lot of people liked West Virginia, and they had really good odds. And I looked at it, and I saw who they were playing, and I was like, "Man, I'm not touching West Virginia." And it was just because of what Matt said there, Oki, you know, Oklahoma State's playing extremely well. It's it's a good you know it's going to be a good tournament. Why I went with Oklahoma too, you know, playing Kansas. Kansas second best players not playing, but Kansas again looked pretty good. They kind of crumbled a little bit in that. This game's going to be interesting next with Texas Texas uh, Tech. I'm going to go with my, I went Texas Tech. I gave it out minus one. Matt McClung. I'm going to just hopefully he can have a game and see what happens. I think the ultimate litmus test for Okie State is 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 truly tomorrow if they beat Baylor then they're going to have the mindset they they can knock anyone off for the for the remainder of the year. Did I like Kansas State Baylor? I want to touch on that. Like what happened? Cuz um, I'm looking here's I'm looking at the line. You got Jared Butler 18, Mitchell 23, T 24. Everybody else has two points, two points and three points. So I actually watched this game today while I was working. I got stuck on a call, and it worked out well that I could actually watch. The announcers said that the last four games, I believe, Kansas State put up amazing defensive numbers comparable to when they had that one NCAA run a few years ago. So Bruce Weber actually turned that around for them. And Baylor, I don't I don't want to say Baylor wanted to just cruise by them because I believe they beat them by 40 and 30-something earlier in the year. 
So I, I think they just saw it as a cupcake. And, man, Kansas State played their asses off. Yeah, they haven't been good since uh, Michael Beasley, but uh, today they look pretty good. I didn't watch the game. I, I tracked it, and they were neck and neck the whole game. Yeah, it, it was a terrific game, terrific game to, to watch an underdog uh, by, I think they were 16-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah, I agree. I Yeah, I think they were. Well, we said, I was talking to Matt before we started, and it's, again, you know, they've played, they played about four games, I think, coming off that break. You just... I don't think anybody knows, like, how long does it to get them back in the swing of things? I mean, they've looked decent at times. Maybe this was one they were just looking ahead a little bit. I mean, they got the win. They could come back tomorrow and just pound somebody. I mean, they have nothing to play for. They're locked in. They're locked yeah. in. As locked in as a one, yep. Well, I, yeah, oh, two. I meant two, like, overall, like, the number yep. two oh, yeah. probably overall, I yep. think. Let me ask you this just because we're uh... – well, actually, I'll wait. Let's. I'll get through the conferences and we'll do hypotheticals. All right, let's move to the Big Ten. Uh, so it's been some abysmal performances. So Michigan State lays a dud against Maryland. Uh, I know two rough teams. I just thought Michigan State kind of was on a roll after uh, playing Michigan and, and getting a big win. And then uh, today, I mean, Ohio State minus 10.5. I take that. I think it's a cruise win. And then they're, I'm sweating just them to win the game against Minnesota, you know, we talked about it. They just got up up to 18, and then, like we said earlier, they played four corners, you know, running down the clock, bad shots. Next thing you know, Minnesota's draining threes, and it's a two-point game with 30 seconds left. It's a I'm bad gonna to- game. I'm going to toot my own horn on Maryland. I gave them out on Saturday and said, look for them to actually s- sneak into this Big Ten tourney and come out as the, the top as the winner, I, I I think they're a team that's just way under the radar, and, and nobody knows their players. I, I can actually admit myself, I don't know how good this team is because I haven't watched them. But on paper, they're actually really, really good. And the Big Ten, I mean, Michigan State, they, they should be a play-in game if they're even going to get in the tournament. But they're going to get in because of Izzo and their name. Minnesota's frauds. How good is Purdue? I think this it's a three-team race with Michigan, Iowa, and Illinois. I'm not even sold on Ohio State anymore. Nah. No, I've I've said it with Smitty. Really good role players, no go-to score. Yep. Well, I went Ohio State conference champs. If you look at the bracket again, I like where the bracket comes out, who they play. Iowa, again, one of their guards went down with an ankle. Is he playing? That's a big loss. If he does not play – that's a big time scorer out of that lineup. Where you look in the bracket, then I liked where Ohio State was to get through. Pizza money. It was a good win. It was like a sixty-eight, seventy-dollar uh, winner on that ticket. So why not? Michigan lost a, one of the guards in on their team. Could be a guy out. Illinois again. What could happen? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they're really good. I liked. I but again, they about collapsed today. And I didn't watch the game. I had I, I just played it myself. I did a money line parlay, Florida in them, and it was crumbling fast. And I bet watching the game, you would have saw that same look like I've been saying. Deer in the headlight, who's gonna shoot for us? And it was crumbling really fast. So do I I mean, are they gonna win? No. It was to me it was a good profit um with with the little pizza money on it. So 
why not take a chance with it? But I think Ohio State, if they play the, to their best ability, they can beat anybody in the Big Ten. Guard for Iowa, if he's out, major loss for them. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's Wee's camp. Uh, so the other day he got hurt. He was he was uh, in a walking boot. Don't don't hold me to it, but I think he was six for six and like three for three from three point land with like sixteen points in like eight minutes. Yeah, and then uh, one of you guys texted me like, "Oh, Iowa player just went down." I was like, "Oh no, who is it?" And it's Wee's camp, of course. And then Wisconsin uh, caught immediately right up. So yeah, that team's gonna go by his shooting, even though they still have Garza. So let's talk Michigan real quick. Do you, are you worried about them in this? They've they've had a bad performance against Michigan State. If they were on the table in this, I'm not worried. But if they lose the Big Ten tournament, does that kind of give you a little question? Maybe they're not truly ready for a deep, deep run? Not me. I actually think this is a legit Final Four team, um, especially if they, they land the one seed, which people are assuming they're locked into. I think they need to win one game in the Big Ten. Two would be fantastic, but I'm not worried about them. Okay, Smitty? I think they're okay. I, I think they were in cruise control a little bit. And, you know, I, I brought it up. It's it's not a bad thing to lose some games. Uh, you know, I, the same, I said it to Q with, to, uh, with the Zags. BYU punched him in the mouth in the first half. And they, they came back. It was a great game. Then BYU went back up, and then Gonzaga tied it again, and they about covered the spread in that game. But I think that's a good thing. I think B, uh, I think Gonzaga might have needed that just to say, like, hey, guys, we got to come out here now every game and be ready to go. I think that might be a wake up call. Now, the first game of the the first game of the tournament, they'll probably play Our Lady of the Lake, and they'll be fine. But man, we're giving that school a lot of shout outs, but I don't know in a great way. I know. Um, I, want, I want their shirt. That's I do, too. I do too. So I, I think it's not a bad thing where Michigan is. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I want to see how they play tomorrow, how they come out. Is it a big deal for them? It's like we said about Baylor. Is it really a big deal if they lose? Probably not. Sometimes some teams like the extra rest. We'll have to see. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do, do you think Maryland matches up with Michigan? What do you? Uh, that's the matchup tomorrow at eleven thirty. I just I see Dickinson taking over. He hasn't done anything the last two or three games. Maryland doesn't have a big man. I could just see this getting ugly. You know, I know Maddie. You said they could be a dark horse, but they have nobody inside. Uh, the The line is eight. Um, Maryland, they're they're going to mark as a road dog, kind of just because it's out. Uh, yeah. Out in the Midwest, they're two and zero as a road dog. Now I guess that's against the spread, but I think, well, they Michigan did work them twice this year, so it, it, this is the kind of redemption game. I'd I was hoping Maryland wouldn't get in this half of the bracket with them, but lo and behold, here they are. I I would lean Michigan tomorrow, but my my heart is going to be on having Maryland pull off a uh, upset. I would probably – this would be a teaser play. I'd tease Michigan down. Yeah. You know, Maryland, I've said it many times. What? Who are they? One one game, they're great. The next game, they're not very good. It's so up and down with Maryland. I mean, could they go on a run in the tournament? Yeah, I think they have the ability to do it. Uh, I think if I were to bet this, I'd look at the, the game over. It's 133. I think it could get that easily. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Um, all right, let's jump to the SEC. And for the first time, I think as a Gators fan, I'm going to actually give Mike White some credit today. Um, so they played Scotty Pippen Jr. Uh, I'm not even going to say Vanderbilt because he is the team. Um, but they played Vandy. They beat him 69-63. But he was killing them early. And he made an adjustment, and it just took them out of the game. What he ended up doing, they were just playing man-to-man, you know, running a little bit of zone. He switches to a half-court trap on everybody, and he literally took the ball out of Pippen Jr.'s hands, and it won them the game. And I will say that is probably the best coaching decision he has made in his tenure as a Florida Gator. Um, So now Florida plays Tennessee tomorrow, and then Michigan State plays Alabama. And I believe – I don't know who plays Arkansas yet. Uh, Mississippi State? Yeah, yeah they beat uh, Kentucky okay, yesterday. Okay. And then um, – or today, I'm sorry. And Florida plays Tennessee. So Florida just played Tennessee without Trey Mann. They lose by 11 after blowing a 14-point lead. Um, Alabama having a double bye playing Mississippi State. I think Alabama rolls. Uh, but I think Florida-Tennessee will be – a good matchup, and this plays right into Smitty and I's future of Florida to win SEC. Yep, that's who I went. I went Florida again, and it was a bracket. I really like the bracket where they're at. I think they can beat Tennessee. They can get in there. Hopefully, I don't think Mississippi State will beat Alabama, so they would have to beat Alabama. But where the bracket was, it was, again, a little pizza money. It was a very good spot for, I thought, Florida in this. Boy, the Techs will be flying tomorrow because I took the Tennessee Vols in, in the SEC for this tourney. You know, I, I just don't like them. They don't have a score. I'm not saying I, Florida does, but I think Florida defends the three really well. And, and I, well, I, I think they're going to play some lockdown D here down the stretch. We'll see. This this could be a sneaky play for me come tourney time. There's a good player, and he, I would say this for like Scotty Pippen Jr. is the best player in the SEC by far, but Florida's got a guard emerging. His name's Trey Mann. I mean, that kid is just so smooth. They said he dribbled around like four dudes today, and they said he used to dribble a tennis ball around his house, and that got him to uh, have really good ball control. So be the old Steve Nash. Yeah, be on the lookout for that. The kid's really good. Yeah, Steve uh, Nash used to dribble around Santa Clara campus with a tennis ball. It must work. I mean, I, I could see why, you know, small ball trying to control it. You know, it's got, a, it's got something. Um, so Smitty and I obviously like Florida, you know, Realistically, uh, who do you think runs the uh, SEC here? I'm going to stick I, with ten- Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. What about any any thoughts on Arkansas or Alabama? I was I was going to say, I mean, I, Arkansas right now heading into the tournament probably is playing the best in that in the SEC. So if you're going to look at that, maybe keep an eye. It could it be a it could be you know a Bama Arkansas championship. I agree. Watch right. out. Uh, well, I was just going to say, watch out for Georgia if they get by Mizzou, but that one's tight. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're there. Uh, I, they're getting better. They score, but they just can't play defense. Yeah, they love to score. Yes, they do. They roll it. That's an over city. Um, yeah, all right, it's, so amazing. it's amazing looking because I have UNC against Virginia Tech, and it's like we said, just no outside shooting by UNC. Yeah, just nobody right one- now. Nobody, nobody can stick a jumper. There's guys wide open and they're missing shot after missing shot. And they're 
not getting the ball down. And look, they're not even that big of a team, Notre Dame, and they're getting rebounds. Good job, Virginia Tech. Way to rebound. It's nice. To I, said, I said offline, Smitty, don't touch this game tonight, even though I love Carolina right now. I'll tell you what, I I know you guys haven't been on Tech, but I, I like Tech. I like their coach. I do too. That's why I said don't touch yeah. it tonight. He did really well at Wofford. I mean, he took them to, what, the Elite Eight? They should have went to the – or maybe a Sweet 16. They lost on a uh, missed buzzer-beating three to Duke a few years back. Yep. Um, I, again, I you know, Tyrese Radford, BD, um, Kevin Aluma, like they're, they're a solid team. I mean, they could – I think they're a Sweet 16 team in the tournament, to be honest, depending on where they seed. Um, yeah, they're coming back off COVID a break, and yeah. what I'm seeing right now, they're they're playing they're playing well, playing they well. Play right good now. team ball. Anybody can score on that team. They play really good team ball, tight defense, and that's kind of what you need. You need everybody to score. Um, so that's the that's the power fives. So are there any teams that you're worried about heading into the tournament or very high on? I think a team that, and this is, I've, I've only watched them a couple times this year, and it's because it's really out west. UC Santa Barbara has, a, I think, a really good team that a lot of people are high on. That tournament, I think they won uh, They won today. I think, I believe, I'm going to look it up. I believe they beat Long Beach State. They did. Uh, today. Yeah. They're a really good team. And I kind of do, I think UC Irvine, I believe, in that same conference is pretty good. Could be incorrect on that, but I believe they are too. But that's a that's one that, and they've 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 you know those a team has come out of that conference and has given some teams some issues in the tournament. So that would be one to keep an eye on. I, I think one's a, a, an intriguing one is the Mountain West with I again heavy favorite is San Diego State. They had a nail biter today against Wyoming. I really like the Utah State. I was going to do that one too. I was going to take Utah State conference champ, but I did, and I held back on that. But I think Utah State could be a team that could could upset them and win that. They have a real big guy, good guard play, can shoot the three. Very good team, Utah State. I'm going to give my one team to be really weary of is is very obvious. It's uh, Villanova without Gillespie. I mean, it's it's, it's not like the the Cincy team losing Kenyon Martin from back in the day, but the, he's the heart and soul. He's, he's the engine of that, that cog. So uh, that's a team that, that I, you're, you have to fade come tourney time. Do you and think they the, make the sweet 16? <sighs> I, I know it's hard to, I know it's hard to project without seeing the bracket. I, I can, I, I cannot see it personally, but that's just me. No, I agree. I, I don't think they will. And then another team that I'm going to fade, but even though they they play so well come journey time because of their their resume and their style of play and defense, and they keep everything so close, is Wisconsin. So it's a huge game tonight. If if they can beat Penn State, and I'm actually leaning Penn State tonight, that's another team that I would fade in the in the the tourney this year. Yeah, I'm not high on Wisconsin. I know some no. was earlier in the year with the. Uh, upperclassmen I just don't think it's panned out it's they are a worse version of Ohio State I think they have a lot of role players and they really don't have a go-to score yep yeah we'll see I, I Penn State very lucky to be in this game tonight I couldn't believe they were down that bad to a Nebraska team that I believe their best player opted out about a week ago 
great second half by Penn State. Penn State's a team that could could really give some teams problems in this tournament because they can shoot the three pretty quick, but then they sometimes go in some funks too. So it's this should be a good game tonight. I mean, Penn State kind of wants to go a little bit on you and run where Wisconsin's going to try to just really slow run their um, their sets. So it should be an interesting game in that tonight. Can I throw out a hypothetical to you guys? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the one seeds right now, we have Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois. What if Michigan and Illinois both lose round one of the Big Ten tourney? And what if Iowa or Ohio State win the Big Ten tourney and then say Bama runs the SEC tourney? Is there any chance Michigan, Illinois lose a one seed? Mm. I I don't think so, in my opinion. You, no. you think the the ones are locked in already, Smitty? Yeah, I think so. I, the, only, the only the only thing I could see if somehow Ohio State was a number one and they did kind of fall apart down, if somehow they could win the Big Ten and maybe. And I don't think it would even be Michigan. I think it would have to be Illinois maybe get knocked off tomorrow. And they would get out. And Ohio would go through and maybe and win the Big Ten championship. That That's the only way I think – that's the only team, in my opinion, could be just because it's out of the Big Ten and that's the best conference this year. Other than that, no. I don't – I and I don't even know if that would change anything personally. I – think one, two, and three, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan is a lock. I, I think Michigan could lose tomorrow, and they're still a number one seed because that would be, what, their third loss? Like um, third or fourth? And, uh, that would be their, their fourth. Okay. I think – It would be 19 and four and not hit that 20 mark. I think Illinois is more at risk of you know losing the, the fourth number one seed. I think Iowa could get in there. Um, you know, I listened to another competitor show, Bench Mob uh, from Barstool Sports, and they're very high on Iowa. Um, and and I have to agree with them. I think Iowa has been unhealthy this year. You know, McCaffrey is out for him. Wees Camp, uh, Bohannon had a little injury troubles. Um, I think if Iowa won the tournament, they could sneak in as number one. I think they have a better record uh, to justify that over Alabama. I think, I, think, I, I think we're going to get a shocker in it at, at one of the number ones. I, I don't think it's Alabama. I, I could be wrong. I don't think it's Alabama. I just don't think the SEC schedule is, is strong enough to warrant that. I I just can't see. I can't even see if Iowa wins. I, I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think that's a possibility in my opinion. But again, I could be wrong on that. See in the SEC, if you look bigger picture, SEC. So they they have one, two, three, four, five, six teams. six teams. Six teams in. Yeah, I agree. Well, Not, you know, I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna cite, a site I really like, and they have Alabama. They have Iowa. Excuse me. They have so they have Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois. Then they have Iowa, Alabama, Ohio State, Villanova. So in that, I guess, to that other show, what they were saying, if maybe if Iowa would, and I really like this site, maybe they would sneak into the number one. So I kind of maybe take that back. In my opinion, I don't see it happening. I don't either. I mean, I listen, if Illinois and Michigan both lose tomorrow, 
I would probably be willing to do things that I, w- I wouldn't normally do because that is just that much of an anomaly and I don't know. Well, well, we are doing another show Saturday morning, so we might be talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see it happening, but like, and I like, and listen, I like Iowa. I really like Iowa. Now again, g- that guy has to play. That yeah, scares we, me we so much. If he's out. That scares me. But like I said, that is a team, and I've said it on the show, that is a team that if you try to double-team Garza down low, they just kick it out, and they have so many guys that can knock down a shot that it's so dangerous and where other teams just can't do that. That's what's so scary about Iowa. Now, the thing with Iowa, can they defend? Can they stop somebody that can score also in that? Iowa reminds me of the, uh, if you guys ever play any rec ball at the YMCA, you have that one monster dude who's always there, and then you pair him up with the four old dudes who can shoot from outside and nobody can stop him. (laughs) Yeah, that's, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, But I think just saying that, I think the two, I think the two seeds are, you know, again, I think Alabama wins tomorrow. I'd be shocked if Mississippi State can beat Alabama. I'd agree, Smith. And I think I, if I, they I, get in, even if they would lose then to Tennessee or Florida, I still think they might be a two. I mean, could they drop to? I guess they could. It's just, I will I think, say. I think a lot of these teams are might be pretty locked in now. Again, like could the Cougars go up, Houston could they move up if they win theirs? Yeah, they could slide into maybe a number two. I think they're like in a lot of people's eyes a number three, like a three seed. So but- Lenardi brought it up tonight with the Okie State win over West Virginia today. He is bumping Okie State up to either a three, and if they beat Baylor tomorrow, a, he, he's like they're locked in as a two. I agree with that. That that's a huge I jump mean, for a team that was unrated probably four weeks ago. Especially what they did when they went uh, and beat up West Virginia uh, without Kate Cunningham. That really showed you that they can win without him against a premier team. Yep. Um, so I, I like that. But I was going to bring up a point, you know, in terms of the Iowa Alabama discussion we just had, and this I guess it's more of a question. Well. A statement. I think Alabama is more susceptible to lose than Iowa uh, from a poor shooting performance. I think Iowa is more knockdown team. I think Bama, while that is their mantra, is the three points. They don't have a big man where Garza can kind of reset that team and, and you can dump it in and get your shot back. Bama doesn't have that. So I would say Bama tomorrow is probably more at will to lose or any at any point in the tournament than Iowa. Uh, and I would be a little more scared of that. I think Iowa's a better two-seed. Yeah, Q, I think you make a great point there with the big man. Garza is so dominant down low. Alabama, I do not think, has that. Where that just... Again, if Iowa's struggling shooting, then they have the big guy underneath that they can get the ball to. If you have the big guy underneath that can really... That's going to open everything up then for the three-point shot. That's why Iowa is so dangerous. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can't argue with you guys, man. Garza Garza is the big, big easy presence inside. And if they just dump it into him, reset, and he draws so many fouls down low, they can they can still pull it off without Wee's Cam. It'll be tough without him. He's one of their best players, though. 
Big thing with them is how well they can defend. Yeah, I agree. They got they gotta you know they have to shut some teams down, and sometimes it can get away from them on the defensive end a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Smitty, you've said it time and time again, um, and we've seen it. You know, years past. Uh, if a team gets hot, though. Um, they can just shoot themselves, you know, to the championship. And, and you've said that from day one about Iowa. So I'll give you props to that. And, you know, it seems like they they had a little slump and they've kind of turned it back around and they're just as hot as they were to begin the season. So, well, you see, you know, I mean, with some of the early uh, conferences we talked about, like, you know, Matt brought up or Roberts about blowing it, but that's a team that right now caught fire and played their way in the tournament. Same as... Oh, I had him and I just lost him. So I had a great point there with another team. Oh, Loyola, Maryland. You know, where did they come from? Catching at the right time. Now, very tough matchup against Colgate, but a team that just got hot, got their way through the tournament. Um, is there anybody that's won? I just thought watching a game last last Sunday, I really liked watching Winthrop. Really a team that really wants to go, go, go. I think they're dangerous. Now, I was talking to Q earlier in the week. I think it was Monday, and he's, you know, he made a great point, and they said it on the on the broadcast that the big guy, the big guy underneath, was just dominant in that game. Uh, very tough, but he's not in the greatest shape, so they have to worry about like how much he can play to get him out, try to get some, you know, some breaths and get a little break in him. But that's that's a dangerous team. I think Winthrop could really. I think they only have. I think they have one loss on the year. Yep. So I was gonna I was gonna segue that kind of into our next section. Is there any Cinderellas that you guys really have an eye on for the tournament? The teams that might already be in. And Winthrop was one of mine, and I'm even gonna rock the new T-shirt. I just got rock the hill for Winthrop. Go Eagles! Matt, love, love the shirt out of my mouth. Love that the was- shirt. I when you sent it to me, I've eyed that shirt up, and that's on. That's one of the shirts I yeah. might have to purchase myself. It is a sweet, sweet shirt. Yeah, Maddie, that was going to be my perfect segue to that. So uh, kudos to you for reading my mind there. Uh, you know, back to the the Winthrop. Uh, you know, I yeah, I, I made the comment about the big man just being out of shape. He reminds me of like a uh, almost like a Kendrick Perkins, right? Like Kendrick Perkins is, is so dominant at at certain points of the game in his career, and then. It just seemed like he was when he was lean, he was a beast. When he got fat and they called him Big Baby, you know, he got real sensitive, real soft down low, and he was just easy to manhandle. Um, so I'm interested to see if this kid can really play physical against uh, like a power five team, even though it's a lower tier. Um, you know, on paper, a lower tier power five is still better than a, a good Winthrop team. Uh, so I'll, I will be interested to see that matchup. Um, and I, I think the other Cinderella and, and we've seen them before. They kind of remind me of the VCU or the Wichita States of a few years ago um, is Loyola Chicago. I mean, they just do everything well. They have a big man down low. They shoot the three. Well, they are like UVA, um, you know, defensively, they just, they, they, they just swarm you and, and it's a tough matchup. If it's a close game, it plays to their advantage and it, it makes them feel better. Um, other than that, I don't know if there's a team. I think I have, I have one. So I think Morehead State. I'm not saying going. I think Morehead State. I was very impressed. Man, did they put it to Belmont last Saturday? I just they, don't know enough about them. 
put a they, bigger, pretty good lockdown defense. They can't, their defense again, they try to get turnovers to go to offense. That's a team I think that could, that could surprise somebody in the first round. I have, I have one definite and then I have a longer shot. So I love the Liberty Flames being a potential 12 seed if they can get up against a week four, maybe say somebody like Purdue or if somehow Clemson is in there as a four, but I don't see that. So right now, Lonardi's bracket definitely needs updated. They have Liberty matched up against OK State. Now that I wouldn't would not like. But if I can get them up against even a USC or like I said, Purdue, Missouri, I would roll the Liberty Flames hard money line uh, opening day. Man, you don't like Purdue. You talk about Purdue all the time. <laughs> Man, I'm going to buy you a Purdue. And they have great, on that same site, they have great t-shirts for Purdue. I almost Purdue. bought one, Smitty. I love it. There was something with a hammer. Drop the hammer. And I'm going to, what's, it's uh, home uh, apparel, isn't it? Uh, no. Home field. Home field home or field. Home, home field. field. Yeah, that's where I got my Georgetown. And if you, I mean, I'm going to give them a shout out. Yeah. Go on that site. Look up their shirts. I got a Georgetown shirt, and it is fantastic. I love it. Came really quick. Shout out to that company because I follow them on Twitter. I retweet a lot of things. I just told Matt uh, earlier, UC Irvine has a great one. It's the Anteater on a surfboard, and it says Surf Up UC Irvine. It is a great T-shirt. But that site, get on there. There's a lot of teams, uh, sweatshirts. Uh, They even have – you know the great thing about it, Matt? And Matt's went to college here, and so did I. They have slipper up on there. Oh, I'm buying one when I come back. It's fantastic. They have. They just released a new one. Houston Cougars five slam a jamma. Yep. That's all you. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I might get that one. I, I like that. But give. I'm going to give you one more long shot here, and they're they're locked in now as a 13 seed. They're not going to have to do a play-in game. But the UNC Greensboro. I believe it's the Spartans, maybe. Yeah, Spartans. yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, Oof. they are hot right now. And uh, I was told ages ago, any team that has four letters in their name, take them round one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do have one. I don't know how far they'll get, um, and I'm kind of stalling here because I want to. I'm looking for a particular stat. Um, so they play out of the MAC, Buffalo. Buffalo can can shoot you out of the gym, right? And I've I know the Mac. I've been on Akron a lot this year. Akron won today. Um, I, I should have put that play out because I loved it. Go Zips! But Buffalo is standby. I'm trying to find. I think stand-by. they're playing. I think they just won tonight, just not too long ago. Yes, they did. They beat Miami of Ohio. Yes, and they are. If I'm not mistaken, they're one of the better rebounding teams in the entire country. And that is all the whole tournament revolves around rebounding. If you can make second chance opportunities, then you will win. And they were a team that can shoot you out of the gym. They like high scoring. And if they can out rebound you, they could make, you know, to the second weekend. Yeah, they beat Miami of Ohio 74 63. I'm just looking at some other. I might give you the stat of the day. Josh, I don't know how to say his last name. Mbala, M-B-A-L-L-A. 
23 points, 19 rebounds for the Buffalo Bulls today. Almost out-rebounded the entire Miami of Ohio Redhawks team. It's a beast. Yeah. You can rebound. You I, was, I, I was a little surprised on this one. I, I looked this up, and I don't think it was a big line. It was Ohio at, at playing Kent, and that was a blowout. Ohio, 85-63 on that. And like uh, Q said, Akron, Toledo, uh, tight one, uh, OT, early game today, 91-89 over Ball State. I did not see that Akron game, but Q said they won. I know, and Q loves his Akron zip, so I'm going to yeah. – oh, yeah, they are. They beat Bowling Green, 74-67, which I thought that one would be a little bit more high scoring than that was. I'll high tell you, that's, that's a great that's a great conference. That, that is some usually some wild games in the conference tournament in there. And that yeah. team – that's always a team – Broke my heart years ago. Georgetown was in, and they played Ohio in the first round, and Ohio thumped Georgetown. I mean, it was years and years ago, but man, that is that. Was that I the Gary not, Trent team. What's that? Was that the Gary Trent team? I'm not sure. I would have to look up what year that was. I know it was a long time ago, but that is a that is a conference. If if you're sitting there and your name gets called, and then their name gets called and you're playing them, I'd be a little concerned. Because We're Buffalo, I think yeah. what you said, Buffalo, Akron has a good team. Toledo has a real – Toledo's really good, can score a lot of points. I think you could vouch for those three teams to be in the tournament, uh, whether you know, even play-ins. Um, I'll tell you what, we're going to talk a lot of action between college basketball and – college football, the action is where it's at. It is over city in both sports. So I can assure you this will not be the one and only time we talk about the Mac. Um, I'll tell you what, boys, I, I think that's a good show tonight. Um, you know, I think we're kind of at a point where we're, we're early enough into some tournaments, conference tournaments. It's a little hard to kind of gauge uh, because you got some games tomorrow, you know, for teams that have double buys. Uh, but I really want to wait for the brackets, you know, it makes – all this hypothetical uh, talk realistic, you know, when we can say, Hey, this team is a, is a blank seat in this. So I think this is a, a good segue um, into Sunday, uh, you know, selection. And that's all I got for the night. If you guys don't have me too, it. that's it for me. Although Smitty, I'm going to give you a quick shout out. You see Irvine up six with 12 minutes to go. Go anteaters. Go anteaters. Again, I would have to thank Cal, uh, the Gauchos playing them in the championship. Both teams really good. I think Riverside is pretty good out of that conference, too. That's a good conference. I enjoy watching those games. I really do. Now, I'm good. I think um, myself and Matt's going to come out with the show Saturday morning. And we'll just kind of recap some Friday action. Uh, preview some Saturday into Sunday championship games. And I think what... Let's give out our listeners. I think we might even try to do a Sunday night show after the bracket. Do a little yep. quick overview. Yep. So a lot Sunday, of definitely Monday. A lot, a lot of plan. shows. We're going to come out with a lot of shows, a lot of info, giving you as much information we can give you, and hopefully we can find some winners. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Notebook Wager, and we'll be firing college basketball plays tonight, tomorrow, the rest of the uh, year through the national championship game. If you follow Matt on Twitter, Smitty Bucks, Q Milley, and at Notebook Wager. And uh, shout us out, please. You know, we love conversations on Twitter, uh, Facebook, whatever. You know, 
We you know what I'd like to hear, work. Q? I gave it out the other day on our, and not a lot of people or if anybody even respond. I'd like to hear, you know, I said, what's everyone's favorite game? What's your favorite bet? Give us, you know, let yeah. us know what you think. Give us, yeah. give us some games that you like. We'd love to hear it. I'll tell you what, I know we couldn't land him on a show tonight, but maybe uh, maybe Dick Vitale will make an appearance Saturday morning. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that one. College game day. College uh, game day. little college game day. But everybody, we're like Chuck Person. We're going to keep f- chucking, chucking, and firing up shots, and we're going to find those winners. All right, boys. Have a good night.